The Open Book on cliffcentral.com. Yes, 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 it is the 14th of April uh, today. The time is uh, 9.06 here in the Cliff Central studio, to be exact. And we're back with you right here on The Open Book. Um, I must say it's been quite an eventful week in the South African Christian calendar. Uh, the first of these being the National Religious Leaders Council and the South African Council of Churches asking President Jacob Zuma to step down. Now, uh, most of you know the story behind this and uh, why they've made this request. I mean, surely I won't have to repeat uh, the Constitution saga between the President, uh, the Concord, Tulima Donzela, and uh, probably the most famous South African real estate in the country right now, which is Nkandla, as the, as the President calls it, Nkandla. But uh, for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about exactly, about what happened uh, about two weeks ago. So the church leaders said uh, the president's apology following the constitutional court's Nkandla uh, judgment was just simply not enough. And uh, they believe that the events have laid bare the leadership crisis in the country. Now what happened is that... Um, Many leaders within the structures of the ANC, they came out with guns blazing against the church leaders. Uh, they were claiming that churches, they should just never get involved, uh, uh, get involved or involved, uh, involve themselves with politics. But now Gerd Koza, uh, Reverend Gerd Koza, who is the, who is the spokesperson of the National Religious Leaders Council, he said the following statement. He said, we are part of society and we cannot bury our heads in the midst of what is happening. If we learn from our history, religious leaders played a huge role in the liberation of our country. True. Now, and, but then what happened is that ex-political prisoners association's deputy national secretary, it's quite a long word, but I think they're called EPA. So, uh, so a guy, uh, by the name of Paul Masemola, Mr. Paul Masemola, he then came out to say, he said, President Zuma said to them, sorry, I am wrong, but the very same church leaders refused to accept his apology. It becomes suspicious then if they refuse to accept his apology. What are they representing? And this was his point, right? And in a way, it kind of infuriated me um, because he goes on to quote a verse, which is what people always do when they try to prove Christians wrong. They say, yeah, but the Bible says. My question is, what does your Bible say? More than that, actually, what does the Constitution say? Because that is the Bible of the nation. But anyway... This is what he said, right? He said, Matthews 18.22, which um, Jesus says that if someone commits a crime against you up to 70 times, you must forgive him. In other words, what is wrong with these, uh, with these church leaders? Because they should be the very first ones to forgive. Now, the reason, you know, the reason that this kind of, that this kind of got to me is the fact that a lot of the times when people quote the Bible, they, they want to just take the part that kind of works for them, but actually forget about the whole thing. If you're going to quote from the Bible, then at least know, your verse in context and at least how the Bible got to that point in context. Because according to me, the Bible says in Hebrews chapter 12 verse 6 that the Lord disciplines him whom he loves and chastises every son whom he receives. In other words, for each one of your deeds, there is going to be consequences. There has to be consequences so that because that is part of disciplining. And I believe that, you know, disciplining is because they love us. You see, the the extreme is that you get kicked out um out of okay let's say like if i'm a christian the the extreme is that i go to hell or i get disciplined but regardless there are still going to be consequences and we see this in the bible we see this in the bible all the time i mean look at king david right uh, king david was found guilty of uh, of adultery guilt of adultery right 
And as much as you went and he repented after um, he had killed Uriah's, um, Uriah's, uh, Uriah, who was the soldier and slept with his wife and had the kids, there were still consequences because that child actually died. But God in his grace made sure that the second child that he had, which was Solomon, Solomon went on to become king, and out of Solomon's, in other words, um, out of Solomon came Jesus um, centuries and centuries and centuries later. So in other words, as much as, as much as God disciplines, I believe that, you know, just like the Bible says, uh, just like the Bible says that all things work for the good for those who love the Lord. Now, that is really my view, and I've got to have a view on these things. I can't just sit here and just smile and say, ooh, Jesus, Jesus is so good, you know, without having a view. Because as soon as people come with, you know, come with Bible verses, we need to let them know what the real truth is about. I mean, that's the absolute point of the open book. But that's my view. That's my view. Um, who am I? Loiso. <laughs> Here in the open book. Um, but if, if you have any, you know, if you want to say anything, I think just, uh, just let us know and let us discuss it. Maybe I should probably try and have those guys come into studio. Another interesting story that I read about this week, um, was that of, uh, of Prophet Mboro. From Incredible Happenings Ministries We've got to talk about this stuff My guest is busy smiling (laughs) Okay, so what happened is that He allegedly claimed that on Easter Sunday He was taken up to heaven Here is the part He took pictures on his Galaxy smartphone And then came back to Earth Now, um, this was according to, uh, to some newspapers um, and, and I'd rather say that he allegedly claimed because we didn't hear this from his mouth. It was just according to some reports that were out there over the course of this week. Now, Mr. Nguna, who's his spokesperson, according to the papers, he went on to say that the pictures are available for five rand and they can be sent to recipients via WhatsApp. In other words, we can make a little bit of money, uh, with these pictures of, uh, Prophet Mboro up in heaven. Now, when the Commission for the Promotions and Protection of the Rights of Cultural, Religious, and Linguistic Communities, you can just call it CRL, um, they, they then put out a statement that they were investigating the claims. Um, uh, and what happened is that Prophet Mboro denied it in a press conference that the photos were his. I'm going to play you guys the clip uh, and also what the Commission also said. This is Pastor Mboro during a press conference uh, denying the claims. In heaven, you don't need cell phones and all those things. And those things everybody can see, you can see, everybody can see. That's Photoshop. And there's a Malawian independent newspaper that has exposed all these things where they are coming. Why do they choose certain parts of the media reports and leave the ones with evidence? So it's here the commission, its mandate, it was established to destroy specific churches and, and all that. And me in particular and the pastors who are praying for people with power and demonstrating miracles. All the sweet churches that are not performing, that are not showing any power, they are the ones that are recommended. Being charged for not complying with the sounds. You've got to illegally release sounds that says he must come here and produce the following documents. When we met with him, he said he doesn't have an NPO. His church is not registered as an NPO. His church is a So we said, fine, there's a seat. Then bring us the account, you know, the printout of your CC. Because that's where the church money goes. So we're following church money. If you're putting church money into your personal account, then because it's public funds, the public has a right to know what happens. 
but Lord also sent him a summons again for him to come and explain whether these selfies he had were his and what was the reason behind. Because it is our belief that is bringing Christianity into disrepute. If he knows about the selfies and he was behind the selfies and he was selling the non-existent selfies, because we all know he never went to heaven. So if he continues selling the selfies for whatever reason, it's fraudulent. And we lay new charges against him. Because our reason is to protect the religion itself. My members don't have the pictures. My members never had me speak those things. My family don't have those pictures. So she has those pictures. I want to see those pictures. And, and she has that evidence. There is nothing for me to explain. She must explain to South Africa and to me. She should have done that before she went all over. What is it that I must, I must she's using that position as a commission that she can bully me around and do whatever she wants. No, I'm not gonna let her do that. Now she's changing uh, the direction to come up to divert the people from what she's been saying. I'm still waiting for her to withdraw her statements and apologize. Yep, I think it's um, I think it's quite simple. I mean, I hear both where they're coming from. I mean, these guys are a commission that goes out to investigate matters like this. Um, if you know that, I think about a year ago, what they did was that they went to most of the churches and and most of the big churches actually, and just try to see whether the books were in order and all that, you know, like and all that stuff. And apparently, Prophet Mboro he didn't supply anything. Um, he says that no, they're not an NGO. I think it's very simple, man. You know, just show the papers, just show that you don't have the pictures, that nobody has the pictures, and this whole thing will just, you know, will just go away. That is just my view. But yeah, this is the open book, and uh, those are the stories, the Christian stories of the week within our South African community. Now, speaking of media, my guest today, Sviso uh, Ngoane. Don't worry, but you're going to be absolutely fine. Um, I think for the past year, you know, like he's really just been a victim of many attacks um, by the by the SA media. But, you know, as someone who knows him personally, I know that there's so much more to this man than was portrayed of him out there. He is a dedicated family man. He's a great musician and worshipper who has been in the music industry longer than most artists. And let me rather say most pop artists have been alive. After this, uh, we'll get the full, full story from him, uh, from him, and also hear about a single that he did uh, with uh, with PJ Powers. This is going to be awesome. I'm so looking forward to this moment that I've been waiting for for a very long time. Because today we're getting real with Fisongwane right here on the Open Book. See you after this. The Open Book on CliffCentral.com. <laughs> What a great song, man. Thank you so much, my brother, what for having song. me. And Yabonga Kakul with your producer and uh, um, the owner of the, the radio station for letting me part in just for a few minutes. I've been watching people on my Instagram talking about the Cliff Central. Hey, God, please, one day I yeah. want to go there. <laughs> yeah, but you know, God is a provider. And then you would, yeah, 
April and it's your birthday month. You ah, are going sure. there. Yeah, it's, your, it's your birthday on the 20, 21. On the 21. Yeah, 21. 21 yeah, but of April. My celebration is on the 22 where I'll be. Uh, giving back to the community where I grow up So um, in fact I'll be celebrating my birthday You can give me a present if you have one now Yeah come on now uh. I'm collecting And not those <laughs> and not those Facebook presents <laughs> Yeah it's yeah like, just It's <laughs> like you just get a What is it again It's like it's like a, it's like a wrapped box And then it just yeah. keeps flashing yeah, You know Gives me so Gives me a real present do now. You, know? Do. you said I'm waiting for a present You see something like Jumping on your Facebook Yeah so, Okay it's fine Anyway thank you But you know Joe But you know I, I think before we get into we get into who you are and the things that yeah. you've done, I'm always absolutely amazed at just what a blessing you are, not only to South Africa, do you know what I mean? But I guess, but just to your community, man, yes. and the things that you keep on doing. And I know as a musician that none of these things are easy, you know. Not but easy, you keep doing brother. them. I mean, you do um, you do a concert at the end of each year, mm. um, you know, for the community. Um, yes. There, there are a few of the of the people within the community, AKZN, that you travel with all the time. You yes. know, so you're not only just a just a sole provider mm. with yes. this beautiful music, but you actually also, you know, you you help. I mean, like you're an absolute help, and you give people jobs the whole time. So I've got to just commend you for that. Thank you so much, my brother. You know, without the grace, um, I mean, um. By the grace of God, you know, most of the things that I used to share with people, some of them, they don't believe me. And as I'll be celebrating my birthday this month in, in Guadalajara, in Tualume, I invited a lot of journalists so that they will, I want people to talk about me while I'm still alive. Because me and I didn't go to school, my brother, you know, mm. I have grade two and I didn't finish grade wow, two. Um, when I started to pray, uh, to God, uh, um, w- w- when I came to Johannesburg, I didn't know how to speak English. And then I, I was praying. I said, God, please teach me how to speak English because I was getting a uh, invite to like shows from Botswana and I knew which no one knows how to speak Zulu there. Maybe few or a few people. So it was going to be very difficult for me to communicate with my supporters. And then in 2003, that's when I started to know how to communicate, um, uh, in English and, uh, where I grow, where I grew up, like if you can go to my village and see Ugutus Fiso, the Ubuya Gopi, and then there was no sign which a person like Usfiso Nwane, Angapuma, Gulea village. And then now, um, I'm going back there to celebrate with my people to say thank you, um, uh, for raising me because my mother left me when I was two weeks old with, um, one family, Agwam Tembu. Wow. And then I only saw my mother when I was around 14 years. And then we didn't have that connection. And then from there, I went to my na- another relative. And then from there, I've been going around that way. That's why if you go to KZN, you go to Adams, they will say, Sfiso is from here. You go to Pushepstein, Sfiso mm. is from here. Tualume, Sfiso is from here. Because Mina, I was going Muhammad all Sa- over. Well, yes, I mean, you know, Uyesu born in Bethlehem. <laughs> and then... Uh, and then, you know, lived in Nazareth, was Amen. all the time in Jerusalem. So I guess that everybody, they, they claim the him. Amen. You know what I mean? Jesus. Everyone's got to claim him. But I guess also it's because of the work that you've really done in those places. Yes, yes, you know? yes. yeah. No, I really thank God, my brother. Today I'm here. It's a, it's a great honor for me. Like, I really appreciate. I never thought one day I would be sitting here. So it's a, it's a, it's a really great honor for me. So... So here we are. Yeah. Here we are. I'm here. Let's speak about, I mean, let's speak about your singing. Um, you, 
I know that you were signed as a very young boy because yeah. um, all of us when we started we were quite small. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah. singing, I mean, like, how do you find your voice? How did you find that you could sing? Okay. What happened in my village? Um, we recently had electricity, like I think a year ago. Mm. We are the, that's probably we and you know that's probably not a long time ago. That's probably like what, like ninety five. Yeah. 90, no, 92. in my village, I was, I think it's 2000 and, wow. in 2000 and when we have electricity, it was 2000 and, um, but the early 2007, 2000s. if I'm wow. not mistaken. But it was, there are few houses still abang and I electricity. Mm, okay. We don't have tarot. Um, when I, when I was growing up there, and then Tina we Besiazi, I'm a lady smith black mambazo and then what you you have to sing Atamia, there was Ama Zayoni, everything was a cappella. So me and I grew up in a Zayoni church. So now we used to form Ama choir as Zayoni Wuto Kesiakula. Whenever there is a church service, you know Ama Zayoni the um Having guns was a Saturday, he's cool. all these things are Mazayon. And then we started a choir, a gospel choir, yeah. as a boys choir. Yeah, but we were singing like a, a, a let me black mambas. Okay, and not like a dragon speck in Jengam. is too for, is too professional. <laughs> you know, when you hear that music, you think, hey, am I not going to heaven? It's <laughs> like, <laughs> you, okay. you can imagine heaven. So now we started that choir. We were singing like let me black mambas, but gospel. Spell. Yeah. And then the guys they were saying, I when you have a small voice now, your voice is very small. Why can't you lead our few of our song? And then after that they said, You are sounding like a lady. Eish. And then I got I got offended. But Eish. and on the other way, they were not saying in it in, in, in a bad way. Because like I'm I used to imitate all these um ladies at that time. And then after that, um we started get ama um, invitation guma guma um weddings and other stuff and then um one day and there was a guy or figure they were babembiza who got fit evlana i heard that mm-hmm. he was working with ubabu sizwezako and ubabu sizwezako before he recorded uma murepeka malope wow. and then after that he said you know i wish uh, maybe singing the album now we won but no 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 I don't want Jobek. My grandfather went to Johannesburg, he came back with no money or he was escorted by police. So I know Jobek is dangerous. I oh, don't wow. want to go to Jobek until um until given a twenty-one years. So I went I waited a good given a twenty-one years. When I was twenty-one years, I was still get scared to go to Johannesburg. And then I came there and then did an album and then after I said, No, I'm going back. Um but Minamangalukul, I think uh, around eight years I was already singing because I remember after eighty seven we had flat like in Vula and then we did a song that was saying Gekumbula Unyaga u eighty seven Unyaga Wezimanga Unyago Wabula Labant but we were singing in, in Stasami as, as yes, I was telling yes, you. Yes, yes, yeah. But yeah, two years ago and then we decided to make a song. So I started singing Mangala like when I was very young. My first recording I did my first recording in nineteen ninety four. 
Mm-hmm. And then with Amadlala Brothers, I don't know if you know Amadlala Brothers. There was one old famous group from KZN that they were singing AIB song Amadlala Brothers. That's when I did my first album. It's like, oh, I thought we were Brothers. 1994. Brothers, oh, okay. yes. <laughs> that was one of the famous group in, wow. in, in, in South Africa, um, in the times of Aboba Matlatini. Yes. And, yes, yes. um, yes. And then uh, the second one was 1995 in Adams. It was Fisongwane and the Quiet Storm. And then the third one, it was Fiso eh, Vula Masango in 1999 And then after that In 2001 That when I met Uba Zimande And then we did um, Umagatuniswe And that was um, I mean, like, And that was your big 2001 That yes. was now your big break Because that's when I started to know you Yes you yeah. know, as, And then uh, I was like Very small Wearing size 28 <laughs> And then after that And when I came here Then um, Gabona All the big Giant Bobabu, the late Voyom Kwena Bolundi, and um, I remember the first time I came in Johannesburg, the guy Owen Letala, he he had a party for a Kaiser Chips and Orlando Pirate in Blem, in Bramley View. That mm. was the first time to see famous people. I famous think about people. about uh, thirty minutes in Angel, I was shocked, like not drinking water, not eating, like. You know, one shocked one. to see all the celebrities. Is this Brian Baloi? Yeah. <laughs> but tell me something. Tell yeah. me something. How were those? How was that? Because you know, obviously, coming from you know from a yeah. village and yeah. uh, and truly to say from humble beginnings, yes. you know, yeah. and suddenly you amass this fame. You know, um, how was that for you as a young protege? Because you because you were very young at that time. I don't know. You said that you were twenty one, but to me, yeah. you, you looked even younger than twenty one. Yeah. But how was that for you? Um, it was nice, but at the same time, remember, it wasn't nice. Somebody, um, always at age old without a family support because I had no one to support me. Mangiza, the people abang letala, they got me from another family. I say Adams, Yaga, Yaga Makanya. I was mm-hmm. playing a keyboard for one group in Adams, uh, by babies and a quiet storm. That is about 140 k's from my village. Yeah. So these people, they spoke to this family. What you know, we want this boy to come to Johannesburg and do an album. So when I came here, there were no uncle, no one. I didn't know how to speak English. I couldn't read the contract. So yeah. so did, uh, things uh, but were did they find you, Did they at least find you someone to read the contract? Yes, they did. But, you know, I was not sure if the person that was reading the contract was telling me the truth. Like it was difficult. But I think... Whatever that he was reading, it was not something that was written down there or yeah, sure. because everything like went wrong after that. But who supplied, um, who, um, okay, who supplied, first of all, who supplied that person to give you the contract? Because some of the, the times that matters. There was one guy that was helping me from Guanongoma and then he passed away like a few years ago. And then he was not that, he was not that educated nigh as well and yes, then sure. the, um, there was one guy from Avant, a group called Avant from KZN, yes. uh, the leader Mr. Linda Quenza, he wanted to help me and then they said no you can't because you are signed with other company and then this is another company so you can't come between um, our business and then this guy Nae, he didn't have a clue what, he, uh, what was going on but um, on the other side, Mina is a worshipper because when I came to a music industry, I didn't know that there's money. Mina, all I knew was we are preaching the word of God. We have to win souls. and But now in Johannesburg, it's different because you have to pay rent. You need money. You have to buy food. Yeah. You have to buy clothes. And then now 
although we want to win souls, but we need to get food at the end of the day. So things were difficult. But this guy was helping me in terms of giving me a food because from 2001, the album was big. Fiso was still in, uh, traveling. How many, I mean, how many, how many albums were you sort of selling at that time? Um, I remember in 2001, the first album, uh, when my album was more than 25,000 units, they said, uh, we're not going to tell you how many copies you sold because you're going to be big headed. And then after that, um, <laughs> Baba Vuyom Kwena wanted to do a collaboration. The first, the second album, I know that the, it, it sold more than 50,000 units in Nombolo where I featured Baba Vuyom Kwena. At that wow. time, it was still a hit. And then the third album was Umkulego. That one was like the biggest one. And then they said, but we are not going to tell you exactly how much, how many copies you sold because you're going to be big headed. Wow. So Which I is, didn't know. Joe, you know what? Which is actually absolutely a lie because you need to know yeah. in order to make your yeah. accounts and when you get your statements, you need so, to know that those statements so are fine. everyone was playing my album. Everywhere I was getting invites, everywhere, like you could see Gucci. In fact, each and every person, they have a copy of CISO's album. But I don't know, Gucci, how many copies. And that time, and Begingeko um, is Kuluma because the English, uh, it was a machine my bro to, mm, to, to mm. speak English. And then after that game, in 2003, things started to, which is a bit different because that's when I started to understand the English. And then it was like, I'm dreaming because I've been praying. You know, you remember when you are praying, sometimes you get people, Baba, anything, Jay. Um, involve, uh, that involve education. You have to go to school. Like, you yeah. can't fool yourself. You're like, you praying to God. And like, if you can speak to my sister, to my older sister, and speak to my mother. Yeah. Or the people in Kulena, but they will tell you. I didn't finish grade two. I mm. didn't even finish because what? the family that raised yeah. me didn't have money. Besides that, I was very sick when I was young. Wow. And then they said, no, there's things that Ekfanele Zenzi were and um, no one knew go to Baba Wamuge because my father is, is from Eastern Cape and then Uma Ungapa and Uma Hlal Nami is got another man or Ongafuni who anyone knows Kulumanga, Boba and other stuff. So things were very difficult. And then uh, one person in Ambona in Teben, Omunyukoko, and Lokoko Lubega in Yanga, Sangoma. I don't know how to call it. Sangoma, I think everybody knows Sangoma. Yeah, Sangoma. Uh, because I don't really like the word witch you know, doctor. You know, African, <laughs> no, African healer. <laughs> African healer. That, uh, that, that, that old woman, and she came to me and say, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a African healer, but when uh, you are not a person, engam siza minangemitiam, when I is in those akuso kuleko, if I have to help you, that was something uh, I didn't take it serious but after years I remember because your life belong to God you understand and when I have everything but I can't give you my stuff yeah so in other words, in other, in other yes. words none of my medicine yes that can help, help you. you yes yeah. because your help is going to is, 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 you can only get a divine yes and then and then and then she decided to do a sort of a church service like would you to call some members of my family and then my mother didn't come she said no i can't go there because your stepfather 
he can't dish food after coming from work. You understand? Because she said to me, if I have to do that, your mother needs to come here and speak. Mm. Not empepueni, like he does yeah, 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 yeah. But uma wamu wati no, I can't. Because he is the father sako ngege squaz gui pagela masbuye msebenzin. Okay, so it was a whole yeah. tradition thing of, yes. of, of kind of saying that you yes. can't, you know what I mean? Yeah. But he yonki ntua yenzega ngokolwa, like ngengonzo. And then after that, my brother, hey, there's a lot of stories about me. Isn't those colors are changing? And then mang figa gela in 2004. And then I started to, and I started to ask questions. To understand, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then the treatment, the color change, even though it was more difficult, 2004. 2005, I had to go back home. Yeah. And then Gabriela back because there was no home. So, so, so what you're saying, I mean, like what you're kind of saying is that you came here, your mm. albums were being played everywhere, yeah. people were loving everything that you yeah. were doing, yeah. but yet you didn't, you didn't get to even see the money. You were still struggling yeah. right through to even just yeah. read your contracts, you know? I would say, Imaliyoni be corner, but you know, getting money after six months. The time you figure you, <laughs> you've got, got so many, you've got so many pills. Yes, ubolega uti. Uyamba like like you you sharing a rent, and yeah. then when it, the the mountains comes, you have to borrow a money from someone. Which okay, when I get royalties, my man, I will pay you. Mm-hmm. After that six months, you find what it, the money that you are owing it's far 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 more than what you are going to what get. Going to get. And, and I mean, also, who knows whether the money that you were getting yeah. was even. Uh, was even what you meant to get, but you know, uh, yeah. So, not, um, yeah. but um, and then after that, I started to ask questions, and then th- things started to be difficult for me. And then 2005, I went back home. So because I did, I didn't have a support for my mother, and then uh, um, I went to my auntie there, and then when I get there. She was fighting with her husband. Things were not well. I had to come back here in Johannesburg. Well, I knew Guti, um, Angna support, but I had to come back. Mm-hmm. And then I had to come back here. And then from there in 2006, I met one guy that was working for EMI. And then he said, you know, I, because the, the, my previous company, I'm not going to mention their name. Yeah. Okay. I said, no, we're not going to give you a clearance because now you think you are clever. You're still owing us. And then. So now you can't release with anybody. You can't release. You're still owing us one album. And then while I was still preparing to record the, to preparing to record that album, I saw one album on stores already selling. And then they took songs that were left in the studio and used the pictures. Wow. And then the, the album, the title of the album was Fiso. And then the album did very well. And then I promoted the album because yeah. they said, I'm owing. I said, okay, now this time, since they said I'm owing them, I'm not going to ask any, 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 any money from them to promote the album. I started to contact guys from the radio station to promote because you know what used to happen. Yeah. When these people knew that I'm not educated, whenever there is meeting in our company, they used to tell all the artists if they have meetings to go out and leave me inside. Up until God told me how to speak English, it made me understand English. But there was a time when they used to do our meetings and they didn't, they didn't know that now I can understand English. So, um, it was like I'm in school because most of the things um, mm. I'm as told like, to run my, my record company now, 
I got it from them because when they were doing their plans, we thought, okay, now this is our plan to promote our artist. This is how we're going to do it. No, no, no. They will, I will be sitting here because they know that Sfisongwane doesn't understand. And then all the artists, they will chase them out. Sfisongwane, how are you? I say, yes. Hey, you're fine. Yes. <laughs> and then everything is yes for me because, yeah. and then I acted as if I don't know. You I don't know. understand. But yet, meanwhile, yeah. but, yet, but, but yet, meanwhile, through all that time, yeah. you were actually learning. I mean, I was learning. So, uh, but isn't it amazing that sometimes, like, out of bad situations yeah. that we have in our lives, if yeah. we are just obedient to God mm. and we just say, you know what, Lord, you have it all for me. And then, fun enough, God turns those situations yeah. to actually work to our best because here you are right now. Yes. You are so successful. You are running your own things. You know, um, all those contacts that you got from back then when you were sitting yeah. there because you could have been out with the other artists. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yes. But, but, but let's say God kept you inside so that you could learn. And so what seemed at that time now you to are have preaching. been. A disadvantage actually became your advantage because here you are now. Bah, Pibona, where are those now other guys? Now you are preaching. Do you know what I mean? You, you know, you know, now, 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 now you are preaching. That's why even some of my colleagues, they were saying, why are you always mentioning these people, Lugoti? If, um, you didn't go to this company, you wouldn't uh, be where you are now. I said, you know, guys, the information I got from these people. Because they were trying to keep you inside. Leave, leave, leave aside the money. You, you see Sfiso now the sphere that you, uh, the South Africa is enjoying it because of the information because of what I've learned from them okay I know there was a lot of pain as well yeah. there was a lot of pain my bro I have to tell you of a course. lot yeah. because um, I remember one guy used to when are you not going to go anywhere because you're not educated and then you don't have a future mm. you are just a useless person you're gonna be a hobo you yeah. will be you'll be um, you're gonna end up in jail because if your album doesn't sell that means wow. you're going to sell a uh, daha or whatever mm. wheat so there was a lot of pain that but that but, but that somehow yeah. though must have in some way motivated you yeah. because because yeah. i believe that like you know even even the biggest um world changes in the world, you know, mm. um, I'll even go to people like Albert Einstein. They were told about how dumb they were mm. when they were mm. young. And yeah. you can either take that and, um, and you can let, let it affect you pos- uh, positively or affect you mm. negatively, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, that's what, yeah, wanna, you, you are right, my brother, because Mina, I used to tell people, look, you can stay with, uh, Bad people sometimes. Mm. I'm not encouraging people with bam about behavior wrong. Yeah. But it's up to you when to what do you take from those people. And my former producer, um, although we have difficulties now, he used to tell me, Woody, I see you in few years when you're gonna be a star. But me na manja, I want to make money. So I think like you're wasting my time because I want to make money now because I'm old when you will be a star in few years to come. And then by that time, you know, I'm fully relaxed. I'm with my family. So, hey, when are you wasting my time? And, and you know what? And now let's but, go to a few yeah, years. Let's mm, go to a few years later. I mean, literally yeah. that guy prophesied over your life. And yes. there you went and you won, Joe. Yes. You won Song of the Year. <laughs> this is the first, the first time. time. I mean, Kudu a song that I played, played earlier on. Yes. It won a gospel song winning <laughs> Song of the Year. And to who else but to Sfiso who had just been through all these troubles. I and uh, did your life change from there? 
My man, um, I think not even me. I got testimonies from people who I was in hospital, you know, when you went there, to when, when these people mentioned your name. I just jump from the bed. You know, that was amazing for me. Like even now people are still talking about it. I mm-hmm. mean, that changed my life. And then everywhere I go, I remember in Deben, I met Trey Song from, from USA. Yes, yes, yes. He said, you know, my man, in, 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 in USA, that will never, 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 never <laughs> happen. You can never have a gospel, a gospel artist. artist. You know, a gospel song win record of the he year. Said some Big names said, bullshit, man. <laughs> I said, but, but I did it. And then you there was it. one program in one of the TV stations in South Africa where I was the first artist as well to perform. And then they said they were not playing any gospel music. I don't mm. know if I can mention it. That, yeah, that, that you program, can. Jana. Life Amp, Life Amp. Yes, and then yes, I performed in Life Amp for uh, several times now. And then I was the first artist to perform because I remember that they said we had an interview with Rebecca Malope when they were doing something with other artists. But and it's always around the Easter. First time. Yeah. And then they played my videos. And then on uh, one SABC Realization who calls FM, I was the first artist to, to be on the top 20, you know, in Gomazokhwani Sunyak. I don't know. I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the songs of it. It's like, it, 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 yeah. it's, it's like when they compile yeah, the songs the of songs. the year at the, the end. At the, the end of the year. And tell me your song one. The Gulungi Lebaba. No, it was number four. I number didn't know. <laughs> but I was the first. They said, wow, they said, yeah. this is the first time to put the gospel song here. So yeah. most of the things, as in the Gile, I really thank God. The pain that I went through at the end of the day. I did a collaboration with a lot of people that I respect and then, and then I've worked with a lot of people. I've performed in big, like with a lot of people, FOT, Engba respect you in the music industry. So there's a lot of things happening. I've got a record company, which is doing very well. I am married and I remember. I want to actually, I actually wanted to speak about, you know, yeah. um, Man, what a beautiful wife and, and just what a beautiful heart the two of you have. Because Kardashian. I've got to put the two of you together. <laughs> My Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian one. one. You yes. know, I've, you know, and, um, and also just, you've got two children, eh? Yes, yes. And yeah. two boys. Yes, two you know, boys. You know, you've got to go into Instagram and you've got to see Sweet's Instagram. I mean, it's just swag just throughout. And just to think, and you know what? And yeah. when, I, when I look at my family, yeah. I just know that like, I'm just like, wow, is this me? Yeah. Because this is what say to Lesia, yeah, you know what I yeah, mean? That's true. And um and yeah, I mean, tell us tell us about your yeah, family yeah. and yeah. Yeah, so um, when I met my wife in 2002 because we got married in 2007, we uh, we met in 2002 and then I was a centenary at that time. Because <laughs> 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 I didn't afford anything. And then from there and then I said, you know, when I want to marry you, she didn't believe it, but you are very young. I said, when I want to marry you, the first time I saw her. But him, she, but she looks younger than you. She was young. When, when, when we got married, she was 18 years. Wow. I said, I want to marry you. She said, when I, but we are too young, but I said, I want to marry you. When I will see, God will provide me with money. And then from them. Oh, when you met her, yeah. Yes. And then things didn't go well as well. You know, after we got married, yo, man, it was bad. Um, I didn't, I didn't get any bookings. Like it was like, it, it was like somebody went somewhere and put a stop. You know what? Don't call Fiso. Any interviews, nothing like things went. I was staying with my mother-in-law and my wife. 
You understand? Wow. Because yeah. um, J, I so she too. loved you. She loved you in that state. Yes. And sometimes I get angry. Sometimes <laughs> you know, but Louisa, no, I course, get angry yeah. sometimes when say when people saying, uh, oh, Ayanda, she she looked very glamorous, and then Ayanda came to take your money to eat your money and say, you know, these people don't know when when I met Ayanda Mina, I was eating a rank. MTN wow, taxi rank was not there. I was uh, like eating there in Togo Yankomo, like easy in Donje. Impiluyami was like a mess. We we opened the company in 2009. When I went home after EMI was closed down, mm. um, Babu Mike Masongana said, said the same thing as well. Guti, I am taking Malaika and other groups, but when I can't record you, you are you are too heavy for me. Go and start your own thing. You know it was painful. Wow, that time I was, yeah. I had a very big respect for Babu Mike. And then he came back and said, yes, "You know yes, what? Yes. Don't take this as in a bad way. I see you somewhere in one day, and then mean I can't handle you. Go back and try to talk to people about you. Since you are you are a Christian, you can talk to pastors. They will help you. But when I see you somewhere one day, go and open your thing. And then I went back. You know, let me tell you." When I went back in 2008 yeah. to KZN, I didn't have a cent, my bro. Yeah. And then I'll, there was an album that was released under EMI record, but isn't to with yeah. the guy only second. There was Ama CD, Kasis Lengu Mshaba, Awai Heli, Gomunyumuze Ben in Spread View. I yeah. took those CDs in 2008. Myself, I went to Spread in Natal Spread and sell those CDs. In front of the hospital just to get money to go back home. I, I got 350 rand because I was selling original CDs for 10 rand, 5 rand because I, I wanted the money to go back home just to get the bus and go back home. I took those CDs. I asked the guy that was working with Bob Makabanut, can you give me these CDs? I want to sell it. I went there. It was half of the box. I yeah. went there. I sold the CDs and then I took a bus and went, went back home. Not mm, home mm, as well mm, because yeah. I went to my um unkoskas uh, and then from there when we were planning to open the company and then I started to call pastors and can you book me? Just pay me five hundred rand. Two thousand and eight, end of two thousand and eight. Can I come and perform in your church? Just give me a thousand and and then after that, and then we had six thousand rent. I booked the studio in Johannesburg. When I was recording my album, I had an accident. The mm. car was read of was written off, and then the, I had only a cut in my tongue. My my tongue, yeah, straight. I had to stop as well. The album Uting record And then Banghamba Bayong teacher I think There was one municipality That paid About 54,000 uh, To stitch my tongue About sure, sure. Then Because It was bad yeah. And then I And then after that I went back And then from there um, um, uh, And then we finished The album The album with the hit Pagama Wow. And then uh, we registered the company because I said, to you, because when you are more educated than me, okay, when you will do the paperwork, Mina, I will use the information that I have, that I got from the, my previous companies. And then I will tell you what to do, how to approach these mm -hmm. people when we're doing a promotion and none. And guess what? By the grace of God, um, when we released that album, the album was the hit. Wow, but you know what I must say? I must say you have been obedient yeah. 
to what God told you right in the beginning. You Amen. know, I know, I, I, I know that like when they say that, do your best and God will do the rest. It's not necessarily all true yes. because, we, because there needs to come a time when we totally give up yeah. so that, so that Christ can be everything. Yeah. But I, I, I love your strength. I love the fact that you've never looked yourself down. And for that, you know, like for that, I absolutely commend you. You inspire me, man. Thank you. You inspire thank me. You, we don't have a lot of time. We don't have a lot yeah. of time left. So <laughs> I want to just speak about a certain, you know, like a certain song that yes. you did with, uh, with um, Umamu PJ Powers. And it's called, you know, it's called There Is an Answer. There is an answer. You know, when I got a call from CCA, they said, you are doing a collaboration with you, with Umamu Tandega. I said, me? Okay, okay. Now, tell me you're joking because, you know, I really respect that woman. You know, my aim, like when I was growing up, I was, I was, I used to say, you know, I wish I can do a collab with Baba, Ulaki Dube, and, um, and then after that, we, we did this club. It, it's one of the beautiful songs. I think people are wow, going to sure. love it. So, I mean, like, yeah. there is an answer. What is the song about? Because I think it's so relevant yeah. to Manje, what we need. You know? um, I think it, I think the song came um, at the right time, my brother, because, mm. you know, we had the xenophobia and um, we, we were fighting. And then there's a lot of things happening in South Africa. If you listen to the song carefully, yeah. you can explain the song in a different way. But now the song is talk about, talking about like each and everything that we are facing as a country, as a, as a, as a world. But it, it, the only answer is God. Like we yeah. have to pray. We have to... Um, okay now which way it's a very powerful song I really love it and you well. know Joe and, and and I think like as much as it, people may say that we are probably in the worst of times yeah. as a, as a country South Africa mm. but I believe that we are in the best of times because God has closed every single door of opportunity out there and mm. the only opportunity that we have is him now when Amen. you have God man you have everything so that's why I just thought that the you song you need to is open just... the church I'll be the first man to... <laughs> <laughs> that's why I thought you know what man this is the song for the time and and where yeah. can people i mean like where can people get where can people get the song the song is available on download on itunes as well you can go to all the big networks mtn and vodacom yeah and then if you know how to download um 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 the song is a collar tune as a ring back tone a full track as well um or call MTN number, Vodacom number. The song is available. It's a very powerful song, I have to say. And the song has been doing very well because I've been getting call, getting calls everywhere with you. When are you guys performing with PJ Power, that song? So the song is available. Mm. So um, CCA, there's a company called CCA, uh, yes. Content Africa, uh, which is dealing with all our digital stuff. Yes. Yeah, this really is the good, song. Man. Yeah, this yeah. is the song right here. <laughs> but um, yeah, man, Puti, I know that it's not... It hasn't been, you know, the thing is, I thought that you probably had a hard two years. Mm. Um, you know, like all the stories that I keep problem, on reading and yes, I thought I was going to yeah. get into it, but you know, um, God is the one I'll who come back. <laughs> I'm, re- I'm releasing my, my album in June. I'm releasing my, my single probably, if not tomorrow, my single will be out, will be out, or uh, maybe Monday. Yes. And then the, the whole album is coming, is coming on June. And then I will come back and then we'll, We'll talk about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll I don't talk. have a problem. We'll talk about Is it? That. Okay, yeah, cool. No, no, yeah. no, no. We'll definitely talk. We're definitely going to have you back. Yeah, yeah. I, I would really love to come back. Please. To the producers. Can you invite me again? We're going to invite you back yeah, again. Yeah, uh, yeah. But Sviso Nguana, thank you so much, man, for your time. You're so inspirational. Thanks, my bro.
Um, and here is the song by Sfiso Nwane and PJ Powers called There Is an Answer. Make sure you get the song and call it to you. When they go to another people call you, they will actually yeah. know that there is an answer because Chanza, you already know there's an answer, but the world out there needs to know. So make, make sure that you let them know <laughs> when they call you in, let them hear that there is an answer. And, yeah. and we'll see you guys next time. Thank you. The Open Book on cliffcentral.com.